mod. I'm sorry. This was my fault. You weren't supposed to be like this. Everything that happened to you was because of me. Welcome to a wireless D&D session. But we need the real mod right now. Name. I need a name. The name of the man who left me alone in my life. I need that back right now. I don't want to use this axe on you, but if I have to, I will. That chick's not that bad looking. I hope she's not with that red guy. Then I've been deceived, but I think that you've probably deceived me a lot. Maybe that's my fault for trusting you. Yeah, it turns out it's pretty easy to deceive you. Uh, Welcome back to another edition of AD&D Wireless, where we sit at our virtual table and play Dungeons & Dragons. I am Jeff. I am your DM. The rest of the party will introduce themselves now. This is Aaron. I'm playing Finn. Caroline playing Eva. Doug playing Ivan this week. And this is Jeff playing Sigmund! What is your problem? Uh, Melissa playing Scarlet. Mike playing Bilar, but I should have went in between y'all two, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have one AFK member, uh, Chris, who would normally play Ugluck. I've been instructed to just grunt anytime uh, Ugluck would interact with an individual. So, uh, welcome, uh, party! Great job introducing yourselves. That's the first thing you guys have done as a team since we've started playing D anD. d I appreciate that. I love how we all subconsciously just decided we were going to go in alphabetical order too. <laughs> <laughs> Jay ordered us to go in alphabetical order earlier. I'm pretty sure oh. we got we got mansplained yeah. that earlier. <laughs> yeah. I missed out on that, so I'm glad I caught the drift. You did. You were right on on, on cue. <laughs> Let me tell you what, just a natural. Um, well, welcome everyone. Uh, welcome anyone who who has listened or is just starting listening. You're in for a wild ride. Wild ride. A quick recap: the moderately motley modly crew, as the party is known. Uh, came into the Summer Fae and immediately ran into a, uh, a giant battle going on. They stormed their skyship up to the floating temple and battled to save the portal into the Summer Fae wild. Uh, a few of their members, Bilar and Ivan, have made it through the portal and are now with Bilar's father, Um Meanwhile, the rest of the rest of the group has successfully fought off the invaders, stopped the portal from being closed permanently, and are in the midst of arguing amongst themselves when a, uh, a gnomish um, gnomish woman has run up and loudly proclaimed, "Oh no! Is the portal closed? Are you guys okay? We felt the power. Did anyone go in the portal?" <laughs> we are going to actually start tonight with the two that are in the Feywild. The last thing that happened on that side uh, was uh, Ivan asking Bilar's father, Aridin, if he knew something named the Great Old Ones uh, and getting slapped away, Aridin not having time for him. Bilar, meanwhile, trying to impress or uh, show some form of strength to his father has, um, not wild shaped, right, but... Uh, um, primal savagery, uh, and gotten kind of a um, a cryptic response of basically I I may let you live longer than the others and was pushed farther down 
the the portal. Meanwhile, a, a mysterious lady has appeared on the on the winds of um, summer grass and flowers and rays of sunshine, apparently, uh, and appeared out of nowhere and has informed Airden to let them go and send them back to the realm they came. Uh, and it's there where we're going to lead off with Mike. I'm sorry, with Bilar, Ivan, Aridan, the mysterious lady, and a group of goblins and kobolds waiting for them down at the base of the portal. Take it away, Bilar and Ivan. That sounds like a fun party. Um, so we're still we're still floating, correct? Still floating down. The um, the ground is quickly coming up under your feet. You're getting closer and closer. Uh, your father saying nothing. Ivan, I believe, was trailing along behind you and Aridan. The mysterious woman, after proclaiming that, has continued to drift down, her eyes not leaving Aridan's um, as you get closer and closer to the ground. Is Aridan staring back at her? Aridan is staring back at her and not saying anything. Uh, Quite challenging, right? I mean, it's it's definitely a stare-off they've got going on. So I'm going to look at him and say, let me live longer. What does that mean? It means many have come before you and many have died. We'll see how long you last. That would be up to you. You keep showing strength like that. And we'll see just how long you make it. In response, I'm going to say, well, if I am your son, then I have the strength to survive. Don't I? Others that came before you were my sons and daughters, and they didn't. No reason you should be any more special. And then Dominique Toretto comes in on a car and screams family (laughs) and the whole crew busts in. Um, okay, so you continue to to head down uh, to answer the question that was posed in chat. Um, Ivan, the mysterious woman who has um, floated up next to you, she she's basically proclaimed to Aridin, let let you and Bilar go. Uh, I think her exact words were uh, changeling, let them go. They don't belong to you or us, and they're needed on their realm. Let them go back now. That's what she's proclaimed. She continues to kind of ride the waves. You guys finally uh, touch down onto the portal and uh, the goblins and kobolds there at your feet spread out and let uh, Aridin touch down. As soon as you touch down, Aridin releases you and uh, waves kind of a finger rallying his party. And you hear him announce, Wild Hunt, let's go home. And he looks at a rather tiny red goblin standing in the crowd. He points at him and says, Boblin, see to our guests. And he marches off northward. The Wild Hunt forming. Boblin comes running up to you. <coughs> My name is Boblin. Boblin, the goblin is what they call me. I'm here to uh, see on your every uh, women desire. Just tell me what you need, and that shall be done. But you should follow me now, okay? 
So um, Luce is beside me, correct? Yeah, but uh, it's, so the the mysterious lady is there too, right? Yes. Or did she stay up in the air? Nope. So I'll inch my way more towards her. Yep. So, and she is hung back uh, closer to you. Um, her eyes kind of boring into the back of Aridin. As Ivan approaches, she looks at you and uh, you and Bilar and with a voice slightly above a whisper and slightly more calm and composed, she says, you two have walked into the spider's nest willingly. I'm not sure if you're brave or stupid. I, I mean, from my vantage point, I looked like I was willingly doing that. This guy over here didn't look like he had a choice. Well, he looked like he had a choice when he first got here, so he may not have one now. And as you can see, and she looks kind of around and you guys are engulfed in uh, goblins and kobolds, numerous, numerous, almost too many to count and definitely too many to try and get away at this point. You guys are in it. Uh, and she says, as you can see, we are, whether willingly or not, here to stay for some time. And unfortunately, I have no... Uh, what is the term you use in your world? I have no jurisdiction here. Uh, my powers, I cannot intervene directly, at least. So for now, you must go with him. What was that stunt then? What stunt? My, that, my proclamation? That, that seemed like some jurisdiction shit in, in, in the, in what, from what I'm seeing. Me? Oh, well, I just showed up and tried to flex my power, but he knows well. That I have no, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was flex begging us, to flex us up back towards the portal. Yeah, I was begging to his better nature. I cannot. We can, you can certainly try. I can I jump and not you can, <laughs> you can, you can jump. Yeah, <laughs> do you are you well? Let me ask you this Have you been walking, uh, with the so I mean, you guys have been walking. Are you walking with them, uh, or are you just not following the wild hunt? I'll I'll walk with them as to like not cause that much of a disturbance, okay. but I'm staying with this lady. Okay, yeah. who has no jurisdiction apparently. You, you can you can I mean she has jurisdiction. She just doesn't. She can't uh, she can't intervene in this this regard. But yeah, you could try and jump. Sure. Am I gonna get all the way up there? No, one hundred percent. You you just jump and you you go however high you want to go off the ground and then you land land back down. You're not still on the so if you're still on the portal and you want to go back. <laughs> Then yes, but if you've been walking, you you've walked off the portal. So if you wanted to try before you got off the portal, then yes, you've passed that check. So if you'd like to go back, you can absolutely make that conscious decision. Well, okay, I'll I'll check with Mike if he's walking as well. I'm going with Boblin. Okay, so we're going together. <laughs> Boblin. Ivan, Bilar, and the mysterious woman continue on. Uh, do me a favor. Let's do Bilar first. If you will roll a d20. Yeah, it's 14. Does that not get any modifier? No, this is just uh, you guys are, are now traveling at this point, and the, uh, the day passes by uh, slowly yet surely. Time seems to have funny characteristics here. There are moments where it seems like dusk is coming and then the next minute uh, the sun is shining bright. There are moments that you enter into uh, woods and you swear it's it's night and there are nocturnal creatures around you and the next minute 
it's dawn again, but a day has not gone by yet to your understanding. With a 14, I think the, the most unique thing that you would spot um, halfway through your journey is lights above you streaming as you walk through a field and one of the lights floats gently and lands the mysterious woman holds out her arm and one of the uh, lights lands on her arm and a tiny fairy folk is there and she leans the uh, mysterious woman leans in and the fairy you can hear is obviously talking to her and flutters away Um, and the mysterious woman smiles gently and uh, looks at you two and says uh, they are they're intrigued they have never seen or they that one has never seen mortals i should say there are older ones but that group of fairies has never seen mortals you intrigue them and you guys carry on unless you'd like to role play but you're going to walk for a full day but please feel free to role play throughout that if you want to yeah, i want to i want to look at loose and kind of and just look at him and say you don't have to come here this is something that i have to do if you want to come, this up to you, but I don't want to endanger your life or something that I have to find out. Did you, do you say my name or you yeah, just, I say, you're loose. Just... I say loose. Cause that's all I, I'm assuming. That's all I know you as right now. So that's why I say it. So I'll just pretend I'm like looking a different direction, looking at the scenery and then I'll be like, sorry, what name did you use? And I'm going to stop kind of walking and look at him and say, I said loose. Uh, I think I think loose is actually on the other side of the portal. I'm I'm Ivan. Have have we been traveling together for a while? Not as long as a brother I once had. <laughs> but it's been a, it's been a while. Like you, you've you've assisted us in a lot of situations and a lot of battles like you've grown some trust within this party that motherfucker um yeah um yeah i'm i'm not really a big fan of of loose he kind of you know gets me into situations that i don't don't really like what what year is it it's a dm question it's the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Twenty. No, it's um, um, it's a great question. So it's been. Let's do some backtrack here. This is your lore uh, question of the evening. Uh, Than I'm sorry, Palantir ruled for thousands of years. We'll say two thousand. This new regime has been going for roughly twenty five to thirty years. So we'll say this is uh, the year twenty thirty five of uh, 2035 of the crown. I say that to him. Fuck. Four goddamn years. That motherfucker. All right. Regardless. If if you listen, listen, we're here. I feel like you're the only person that I could kind of trust right now. We'll get to know each other a little bit. What was your name? Sorry. Blar. Blar. We'll we'll get to know each other a little bit and you know, maybe I can help you with this situation and then and then you help me figure out like how we can keep loose away from 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 us that motherfucker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my hand out for a handshake that kind of like I give ugly luck. I'm gonna see if he accepts it. I'll accept it. I said you're no half orc, but you'll do. 
All right, thanks, thanks. <laughs> now, I, I mean, all right, all right. So, allies for now in this situation, you have my trust. It will all not right. labor. I got I, that trust. All right, you have it. You have it. You have it wholly because there's nothing else I have right now. But down here besides you. All right, all right. We're both in a effed up situation, so I, I think I think we're good. We're we're good. Pretty much that sums this up. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. You continue walking. I am actually going to try really hard here uh, to give you guys a map that I've very, very quickly come up with. All right. Can you guys see that? Not yet. Hmm. Did Jameson draw this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> This was come up on the fly. Shut up, man. Everybody good? It's better than nothing. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing what I can here. As you can see, it's been deeply filled out. This is the uh, map of the Feywild. Um, anyone who cannot see it, give me a raised hand. Okay, Doug, you're the one I'm kind of concerned about here. What if I... Don't don't worry. I pay I pay attention all the time. I can I can just um, theater of mind un, un, understand. Yeah, theater of mind it. Okay, all right. Uh, you are walking from the the portal on your right. You continue on. You see a uh, a, a tall, elvish-looking building, and on the top spire, you see um, what looks to be ornate. Uh, dragon sculptures as you walk by and you see vividly Aridin kind of steer to the left and, and withdraw from that structure. You look behind and you see the mysterious woman catches you looking. She says uh, the the uh, the the towers you see to the south in the distance, that's my home. That is the capital of the Summer Fae. Someday maybe under different circumstances we'll all travel there together but for now, we head, and she points north, and you see one long spire, um, and you see you can clearly see the uh, the leaves on the trees are are slowly changing. They're slowly changing as if fall is fast approaching. You feel a slight gust as she says that, and a winter wind catches you. Uh, we're heading to the changing of the seasons. You continue on. You take a long rest for the night. So you and or Ivan and Bilar both get long rests here. You continue on one other day. Ivan, if you will give me a, uh, a D20. That is a six. Okay. A six, nothing of note happens uh, on the second day of travel other than Boblin the, Boblin the Goblin. Uh, masters uh, or young sirs, uh, is there anything I can do for you on this walk before we get to uh, the changing of the seasons and uh, prepare for the feast. I'm going to ask Boblin. What's my dad's name again? Uh, Aridin, Master Aridin. Aridin. Why does Aridin want me here? Oh, that's that's probably something you should ask ask him. I'm not sure if I... Well, I'm not I'm, the first one you brought here. He said so himself. No, that's that's quite true. Yes, that's correct. Where are you bringing us? We're bringing you to uh, Master Aridin's home, the changing of the seasons. He is Lord of the Change of the Fae. Uh, you, you must be aware of the summer and winter. He rules over all that is not summer and winter. 
and uh, we are heading to his home. Boblin, is there any... How long does this changing of the seasons happen? Well, it happens... Over what... How many how many days, months, years does it take for the seasons to change? Uh, uh, excellent question. So uh, technically, in, in the Feywild, the seasons do not change. You have the summer part of the Feywild, and you have the winter part of the Feywild. And in between, you have the changing of the seasons. It is, uh, think of it as, as neutral ground, uh, a place where um, both parties can go, however, none do. And uh, in 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 your well, we're going there. We, we're going. We're there. we're going there. Yes, you you are guests of Master Aridin. Uh That kind of contradicts it a little bit. If we're going, if you say nobody goes there, we're well, going I, there. I, what, what I, I, I mean, yes, what I meant was uh, no one. Boblin, you're not a trustworthy guy, are you? No one goes there willingly. I I am. I I speak nothing but the truth, or or I speak nothing. I, I speak what Master Aridan allows me to speak. So it's quite a Boblin. hard life, Boblin. 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 I think it's time to speak your mind to us. Roll a persuasion check. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Persuasion, that is a 23. Okay. Boblin shrinks down. He, he's already an undersized goblin, if, if there is such a thing shrinks down even smaller and he kind of lags back a little bit farther as if trying to get farther away from Aridan, Lord of the Wild Hunt. And in a voice barely above a whisper, he says, he looks at Bilar. Yes, many have come before you. And he looks at Ivan and says, and yes, some do come to the changing of the seasons, but few of them leave and if they do, they are changed forever. And I fear that you too, he will not let leave at all. You should go back and you should take me with you. Then he's going to be quiet. I'll like to Balar and kind of give him, a, give him like a questioning not like kind of without saying it do you want to do this i'll, I'll defer to him so i'm gonna kneel how, how tall is Boblin? like with three foot Boblin's two and a half feet normal goblins are probably three feet he's two and a half so i'm gonna kneel down and i'm gonna put my hand on his shoulder and i'm gonna look at him and i'm gonna say regardless of what you think we will leave this place there's information that he has that we must have. There's a realm, not here, but the one we came from that we have to save. If there's anything here that we can use to save that realm, we must take it. If we die in the process, that's what it takes. But we will not die. And when we leave here, you're coming with us. That's a promise. I stand back up. He, he nods a little bit and he leans in and he, as you're about to go, go, uh, go away, he kind of beckons you a little closer. And he says, if it's, if it's help you're looking for, there's a, a horn my master has. It's called the horn of the undying and it, it beckons creatures to his call. Uh, it's a, a, 
a powerful artifact. Uh, it, it may be of use, but it never leaves his side. He is going to challenge you, Bilar. You are his son. So you have, um, you have part of his, his blood, his power in you. And he is going to unlock that and then take it from you. That is what he has done countless of times. And that is what you two must prepare for. And I'm going to look at him before I stand, or I'm standing up and kind of look to my side and say, he's not my father. Pippin's my father. This is just another task we must handle. And I'm going to start walking. All right. And off you go. Um, the mysterious one has, has been relatively close within eavesdropping distance and she kind of nods her head at, at Boblin and you guys continue on uh, making your way. You make your way all the way to the uh, the keep that is called the changing of the seasons. The uh, trees around you now no longer autumn, but um, dying leaves falling uh, continuously, it seems somehow. You look uh, past the keep towards the winter fey court and what little trees there are have snow all over them the jagged ice peaks very close to you to your left uh, and the sounds distant sounds of battle ring in your ear you enter into the keep and there is a loud chorus boisterous music and a large feast already prepared um it is late eridan turns and walks towards you and the rest of the wild hunt gathers around him you see at this point uh, goblins, kobolds, his his normal pack of cronies. You also see what look to be all manner of races, human, elves, dwarves, men, um, men and women alike, centaurs, other fae, uh, and they all seem to be in this days of revelry. Of uh, You see fights breaking out, you hear songs, you see dancing, um, and you see people feasting. And Lord Airden, as he appears, everything picks up to another notch and he stands up as you enter in the Great Hall. He says, friends, members of the Wild Hunt, family, my brothers, my sisters, rejoice for my son has returned. And with a companion, no doubt, let us feast and then let us fight. And he goes and he sits at the head of the table and he points to Bilar, Ivan, and the mysterious woman, and he beckons you to come sit at his head table. Uh, can I roll something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like, I guess maybe like a history check or something like that. How much does he know of Bilar other than he's his son? Like, okay. that's what that's what I would like do, to know. Do me that's, a that's a good question. That's, that's a, a good question. That's an insight check. Do me, do me a favor and do an insight check to see... That is a 22. Ivan. A 22 is excellent. The uh, Ivan must be a very astute uh, and quick reader of the uh, of strangers. And you quickly recognize that whether through lack of uh, caring or lack of knowledge, he knows very little. Aridin knows very little about... Bilar, other than the fact that he is his son. He also would know just 
in the fact that he is his son somewhat about his abilities that he has. Okay. So I'm going to go up to Bilar and say, I think to make sure that we stay together besides Boblin, um, let's just say that I'm your uh, chauffeur. Um, you know, you, you can be an important person. You are a Earl, right. Of an area or, or something. Uh, you know, how much does he know? DM question. How much does he know of like the actual area of our realm? Like, does he know names, all that stuff, or he just knows that that's where his offspring are? Uh, roll a history check. Ugh, that one's not good. Oh, that's a, that's a five. Okay. With a five, you would have at least heard of a thing called the Wild Hunt in in Aranor, in, in the mortal realm. Um, what you know about the Wild Hunt is simply that it is something that typically it happens or is celebrated or is some sort of rumor. You hear about it at all over the place at, at dining tables during a certain time of year, you know that it is at the very least a, a day in the year in which um, people revel in feasting and fighting. Okay. And that that's really it. That's what you get. All right. All right. So I'm just going, I'm going to Bilar and just be like, listen, let's just play it off. Like I'm your chauffeur. I'll walk behind you and you can ask for certain things of, of me, maybe to assist Boblin as well. Cause I'm a, a trusted confidant chauffeur for your high rankedness. The only thing I have at this point is I do have some sort of like this little signet ring from my family it's nothing crazy. Like we were, I get like backstory, I guess like we were, you know, we were fairly wealthy with the farming and stuff. So I'll just kind of play with that. So as he's saying that I'm kind of rubbing my ring and kind of looking at him, I was like, I can, I've kind of done this game before present something. That's not really what I have, but for greater gains, we can, we can play this. All right. Okay. Uh, the feast continues. Aridan beckons you forward towards his table. Will you please, Dine with me on this night. Yes, father. I will. It would be rude to decline. Thank you. Uh, and will your companion, friend, lover be joining us? Whomever it may be or whatever he may be. This is this is my confidant. He, he travels everywhere with me. I've made quite a good life for myself up there, even though the, the life you've somewhat given me, I've used what I have could. I guess these powers i can say they've come from you so i've made quite quite the name for myself <laughs> yes well anyone would with uh even an inkling of my power so not impressed but well done i guess <clears throat> bar strike up a tune sir sir you 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 grace me with the word confidant. I mean, that that is been a exciting thing to hear. But, sir, I, I will respectfully stand behind you while you you eat and, and assist you with what's needed. You know, you know your place. You've, you've always done well. You do what you need to do. Speaking of power, um, what about the power that my brother has? Yes, he is a tricky one. He has done rather better than you, I would say, hasn't he? 
gotten himself the crown, ruler over all the realm. I'll do the same to him as I will do to you at some point. Well, He'll trickle yeah. into my web eventually. Well, that's not what he has said, but nevertheless, let's enjoy this meal. Ah, and enjoy we shall. Uh, your, your, your confidant, do me a favor. You asked me of something called the Old Ones. I will tell you what I know of the Old One if you tell me a story. Your story, his story, any story. Entertain me. It's a feast. You are a story. Yes, yes. Shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, I'd say, you know, it's about uh, 30, 40 years ago, you know, I was uh, discovering uh, my my powers and, and, and that. So I've... I've decided to um, go to the Isle of Mages and, uh, you know, work on on the sorcery that I've uh, was showing. And then they beat me to an inch of my life there. So your keep seems like a uh, walk in the park. Well, it's a lovely place. I would ask, though, why the Isle of Mages... For someone who so clearly gets their powers not from uh, innate spell casting or uh, wizard's book, but from somewhere else. What drew you to that place? Let's just say me and my sire have a bit of a common of uh, terrible parents. You know, who sells their baby's soul for a little gain? <laughs> I would like to meet your parents. <laughs> They're probably already here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Perhaps you should stay longer and see if you can find them. You sound interesting enough. And uh, if you, in fact, made it out of the Isle of Mages, perhaps you'd be tough enough to join the hunt. Or perhaps we'll find that out later tonight. Is Luce or Ivan talking right now? Ivan. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, the feast carries on. Um, at some point, the mysterious stranger who Aridan kindly uh, also let sit at his table uh, would ask Bilar to a dance. Would you care for a dance, Bilar? Is it a dude? No, it's she's a she's a no no it's not a dude. <laughs> Look at that shit. Listen, we got we got we Maybe. got listeners in California. Yeah. We got listeners Listen, in California. There's nothing wrong with that. No, she's not the a large dude. history is stated. She's she is not a dude. She is what you may or may not come to find out as the summer lady. I think I said that last episode. She's the summer lady. She is the daughter of the summer queen. Uh, but yes, she is asking you for a dance. So I put my I put my drink and my food down and I say, of course, the dance would be nice. She goes, you guys dance. Um, she lets you lead her around the great hall as others feast and dine uh, your eyes wander lights flicker and she leans in close to you and says he is going to test you and he is going to draw your power out and then he is going to try and kill you you're going to fight in an arena and when you fight him you need to survive long enough 
for me to unlock the gate. When I unlock the gate, Boblin and myself will be waiting and we will get you out of here. But it won't be easy and it won't be clean. And that's the most interference I can do, mainly because most of this is Boblin. And that's the warning you're going to get. Are we still dancing at this point or did she kind of just no, give me like, no, we're, you're, 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 and walk away. no, you're still dancing. So I'm going to kind of lean in and talk and just whisper in her ear. A moment saw me and my friend need. Thank you. Okay. While you guys are dancing, uh, Aridan stands up. Our companions, or I shouldn't say companions, our guests have requested a story of the great old ones and everyone kind of bangs their, uh, they're goblets. Yeah, story, story. And he said, it appears we have a patron of sorts of the great old ones. And you hear kind of some laughter uh, amongst the crowd. And Aridin sits back down and in a, a booming voice looks towards Ivan. And he says, the great old one are what many to consider a myth. We here, however, no different, do we not? More cheers ring out. In Aranor and in this realm, and he looks at Bilar and the Summer Lady dancing, there are believed to be seven gods. We question here everything. And one of the things we question is what came before the gods. Elves, men, dwarves, the mortal races, and some of the fae believe there was a being that had no beginning and had no end. And he was the first creator. Some call him the all father. Some call him the Omega. Some call him just the light. We now know, or perhaps you're proof enough that we can now be certain that if there is light, there must almost also be darkness, a person or being or thought or an entity that someday will conquer the light and destroy all. When that is, no one knows. Why that is, no one knows. But most people who know that fact call that being the great old one. And that, and I'll turn to Ivan, is who your patron is. He is the ender of all. And you are his servant. And a cheer will rise up from the crowd. Goblets will raise. Aridin will raise his cup to the great old one and to the fighting pit. And he will stand up. The rest of the wild hunt will stand up. Bilar, Summer Lady will bow to you and whisper good luck. You see Boblin the Goblin at the entrance of the uh, Great Hall silently dip out as you head to the fighting pit. Would you and Ivan like to do anything and prepare before... You're ushered in. I want to go right quick. That is what I'm going to go do. Okay. We're going to take a quick uh, five minute break. Um, go ahead. I would like to make a, an investigation check or something if I could, if we could retcon this somehow. I don't know how we can, but is there any way we can like find or see a health potion anywhere in in, in this thing? 
Yeah, so um, if you're looking specifically for Elf Potion, make an investigation check. Yeah. Or, or something that like he- looks healing-esque. There we go. Rolling hot today. Investigation, 18. Okay. And 18 is good enough that throughout the... Uh, as the crowd stands up and, um, and begins to leave and file out in the wild hunt surround you, whether it's through sleight of hand or forgetfulness of, of someone else, you are able to scoop up two regular health potions that were either misplaced or attached to uh, someone's belt, but very, very slightly. Um, but I will give you with an 18, two health potions. All right. And since Doug is going to take a quick break, we are going to jump over to our uh, party that is over in Aranor still. The small gnomish looking woman has run in. Oh no, oh no. Did someone go to the portal? Are you guys okay? We felt the power. Is everything okay? Uh, to which Sigmund has completely ignored, and I believe his last words were something along the lines of, Yeah, it turns out you are pretty easy to deceive. And that's where we're going to pick up, right then and there. Take it away. Of course it would be easy for you to deceive me. You're all I've ever had. No father, crash for a mother, a horrible job, made to get my face bashed in every night. I thought we were going to escape. I thought we were going to see the world. Then I watched you fall in love with her and saw how happy you were. I knew I had to go find my own happiness. I just wasn't going to try and hold you back. I ran to the ocean. I was strong there. Life felt full. I felt full. Then some pirate blew up my ship. I still don't understand how I lived, but I did. Then I came home the first chance I could and found you there. Sure, I had a score to settle, but seeing you there gave me a new purpose. I thought we had a new purpose. If you won't try and stop your death, then I will. It means more than the Fae. It means so much more than the King. You can deceive me all you want. I'm not going to stop trying. It's all I have. You survived that ship, Rick, because you were destined to. Just like this is my destiny. You can try and prevent it all you want, but unfortunately, that's the way it is. You have too much to live for to die for that ring. What? You have too much to live for to die for that ring. Yeah, well, I don't really have much choice in the matter. Do you actually believe what you're saying? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, as soon as I put it on, I uh, had a very distinct understanding that that's what was going to happen. You don't think the last person would have figured out how to stop it if they could? I think that I will. Well, you and Scarlet are more than welcome to try, but I've got other matters to attend to. Ugla, can you please just fucking carry mod, please? Please? Ugh. And he ignores you. He just cradles his, uh, <laughs> he cradles his axe. I cradle my axe a little bit harder. I just staring walk, at the ring. I walk up to mod and just 
gives Sleep. Sigmund a death glare. And I pick him up. All right. Very strong. Can you pick him up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. sure I can. All right. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, you pick him up. I'm going to make you roll just because it's awesome, right? You staring down Sigmund, you shoulder mod. Uh, you have to wait through some. Yeah. <laughs> Complete fireman carry. You have to wade through some shit. Some, um, um, Finn, you will hear in your head. Um, fuck, why can't you just like let me be mad at you for once? And I'm turning in. So, who's this little mo- who? Who are you? Oh yeah, I, I I definitely obviously interrupted something, but more to the point, she's <laughs> gonna she's gonna point at the uh, at the portal, which is now pulsing uh, bit by bit, right? So the same phenomenon that was happening when it first got put in is now starting back up again. Uh, more to the point, we should probably uh, uh, pick that up and 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 take it with us. Let's go. Uh, and she sprints no, forward. No, hold no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Our friends are down there. We've got to go. We've got to go through the portal. Yeah, you guys can go through the portal. That's fine. But this is going to block anything. This is like a uh, it's like a key that will lock it. And as long as it's in there, it's going to disrupt what the portal is trying to do. All, all taking it out will do is unlock it. It's full potential. Oh, so you're going to it's going to it's going to still work. Yeah, you can trust me. She OK, sprints sweet. Forward. She sprints forward and grabs the uh, grabs the. Um, the the stone, the keystone there, keystone. She grabs the stone and and somehow magically it uh, falls into her tiny little pocket. Uh, you're not quite sure how, but she does. She turns to you now. I imagine that you are the crew that uh, the Valdar have been raving about. Oh yeah, of course. We're the uh, Modley crew. Well, you sorry, I'm a little you? tired. Did somebody else That's talk? Oh, oh, it sounds like you're the you're the speaker of the group. Uh, anyway, the battle is is still is finishing up outside. We've we've got those charwoodies on the run, uh, and uh, you know I I think night is about to fall. So if you are that tired, perhaps before going through the portal, we could uh, do a long rest and perhaps. This may be a, a new thought for you guys, but perhaps we should all strategize just a little bit about what's happened here and what our next step should be. Um, where's where's Inna? Inna's down fighting, or she was. She's storming the Charwoodies off. Okay, we need Charwoodies. T- tell her, tell her we've we brought an old ally. Okay, I can do that, but perhaps you should tell her yourself. Or you can go through the portal now. I, I I I care not. I've got what I need. Good luck. If you'd like me to show you around or, or get you down to uh, the base level and perhaps the palace, I can do that. But if you want to go to the portal, it's there for you as well. I won't stop you. Ladies, Uglock, what's what's the play here? I'm not going through that portal. What, what's we, down we there, Scarlet? Save our friends. Nothing good. There's like some demon king down there who said that he was Bilar's father and Bilar just openly went into his arms and then Luce looked at me and he said, who are you? And he asked him, what do you mean? Who am I? He said, I'm Ivan. And I'm like, who's Ivan? (laughs) I I came back up here the first chance I could because it was not looking pretty down there. (laughs) 
I want to go loot the Archmage. Okay, go for it. Roll an investigation, Jack. Uh, investigation? 17. So yeah, you guys can do whatever you want to, but I am definitely not going back through that portal. You're going to have to, you know, drag me kicking and screaming if you plan on doing that. I trust you. I'm not not in any shape to be going anywhere right now. I mean, I think at, at minimum we need to take a, le- a rest. Oh, guys, we're fine. Sigmund, you are not fine. You look like no. you're about to pass out. No, it's okay. This isn't all about you, you know, but in this case it is about you. You need to take a rest. Well, I'm mixed signals. You, by the way, are kneeling next to the archmage. You rummage around, and I'm not sure if you want to know this or not, but you do find a, uh, a magical bag of beans in his pocket. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, I can't do any sort of um, checking in on our companions until I sleep anyway, so. Uh, DM just as a note in D and D Beyond, it's bag of beans, the wondrous item. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys are all pretty tired, and perhaps going to the portal would would do no good at all. Uh, I believe that once once we run these charwoodies off and get rid of whatever band of bandits are uh, flying around these skies, we are going uh, to have a a war council. Uh, I believe you guys will probably be requested. If you would like to attend. That sounds interesting. It surely will be. But yeah. It, oh yeah, please. Uh no, I I I say uh <laughs> I say we go with this this gnome lady. Yeah, I agree. I'm actually not a gnome, but that's that's a story for another time. Um yeah, we, we, we're going to do, uh, I believe we're going to make sure everyone is taken care of uh, in the battle, and then we're going to get a long night's rest, everyone, and then in the morning there will be a, a, a war council with uh, the Valdar and the Summer Fay. I believe there is a representative of the Winter Court, if I'm not mistaken, who will be there, uh, and I'm sure that you, uh, the heroes of so many uh, battles and so many stories, will be will be requested. Sidebar, do you want to roll the 3d4 or do you want me to roll the 3d4? For the beans in the bag? Yeah, to determine how many beans are in the bag. You can roll a 3d4. Seven beans. Okay. Shall we? We shall. Excellent. Ugh. Uh, and onward you march. Damn. Right out of... Right. <laughs> <laughs> with the whether whether it's the uh, anxiety of the battle or the weight of mod on his shoulders uh squeezes one out there uh all right the we're gonna flip back now to our party at the wild fey uh, in the fey wild rather Bilar and Ivan, you are ushered through. Ivan just having found two regular healing potions for you. Um, you are ushered via the remainder of the wild hunt with the summer lady and uh, 
<laughs> and uh, our friend Boblin, the goblin, no longer in sight. You are ushered down a few hallways, the ruckus and the chorus picking up more and more people as, as you go until you're led into a large fighting pit being um, ringed with kobolds and goblins and members of the wild hunt. Cheers come out. Aridin himself has a uh, what looks to be a throne on the um, uh, on the left side of the fighting pit. Can you guys see said fighting pit? Yes. Excellent. All right. You're let in. No, I don't see anything still. Classic. So those there's no uh, gladiator pit or whatever prep room where we can like see if we could increase our armor class or anything with with stuff. He's just throwing <laughs> yeah. in there. You've got people chanting above you, and you're stepping on a wooden platform, rising up through the sands of the Coliseum. Uh, no, I, I tell you what, if you want to, you yeah, we could do that. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a badass idea. Right, I, I reloaded a second. What happened? Uh, so. I call you brother Thad. Ivan has requested basically that there that you guys make a pause at the prep room as you look out through the gates into the sands of the fighting pit. Uh, there's a smorgasbord of weapons and uh, beat up armor, nothing too glamorous, um, but there are some things available to you if you would like to look for something or or are looking for something in particular. You can definitely try. To help you in the battle to come. Is this a side question? Like, what really does a druid use? Oh, I don't know. But now's, I mean, you use your mind and your magical abilities and your fucking shillelagh. Because shillelagh don't play, okay? Really, it was Ivan who was hoping to pick something up. Uh, I'll I'll just add a a thing to boost my thing up by one. Boost your AC. Are you wearing? Yeah. Are I, would you, like, I would like to boost my AC. You, I'm gonna say, what are you? What are you picking up to boost your AC? <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> it says it says half plate armor, basically. So like a chest plate. Okay. I, I like to pick up something that boosts my AC by like fourteen. <laughs> All right. So Ivan is requesting that he just randomly has found a a half plate uh, of armor. I tell you what. Um, do me a favor, and you can't just find it. you got to roll. I'm going to make you roll for it. Okay. If you would roll, it can just be a um, – do a survival check. We'll do a survival check because you're going into it. Give me a survival check. Bilar, you can do the same thing. That's a nat 20. Okay. With a nat 20, you do find that half plate that you have – uh have a, in your equipment already and it just so happens to be the exact same one in your equipment for whatever reason left there by um by some long dead hero you have found armor of gleaming this armor never gets dirty no matter what happens to it and also gives you an ac of 15 instead of 14 uh Bilar, go ahead and roll if you're looking for something as well i rolled a 15 okay 15 it's good enough for you to find instead of the leather that you're wearing studded leather so your AC has now been upgraded by one as well. So you both now have armor classes of 15 and 14, respectively. All right. All right. Into the Coliseum you go. You're pushed with uh, many, <clears throat> many force via a couple of kobolds. And a roar rings up through the crowd. Uh, they bang their uh, swords and shields together. 
and Aridan waves his hands and says, let the fight commence. And out of this gate comes a giant swirling whirly bird. Sorry about the volume there. Out of this gate comes what looks to be almost uh, a dragon-like bird with uh, scales uh, along its head, almost a snake with wings, uh, and it charges. We'll, we'll roll initiative and see what happens as it, as it comes out. How about that? That's a better way to put it. It's another natural 20. That's a 14. Woo! All right, it rolled a 19. Bilar, you rolled a 14. Correct. Okay. Loose rolled a 19. I don't have to change 20. my armor class, but I don't think it really works. That's all right. Uh, we'll just remember. You just. I don't. Yeah, you I don't think you have 14. Remember. That's okay. All right. Ivan, you begin the fight. Go ahead. What do you do? So, wait, did something. Was there another token that popped up? Yeah. Can you not see it? I, I, I might, I might have to refresh again. Oh, my. Yeah. Go ahead and refresh. That's fine. All right, uh, back to it, because I know we're on limited time here, guys. Uh, welcome back to all of our listeners and players. Luce, you are up first in combat. Here we go. Uh, I am just going to uh, Eldritch Blast this, this, this dude. Go for it. Ooh, another good one. Uh, 22 to hit. Hits. <clears throat> Didn't you get the memo? You have to say Eldritch Blast. Like you have a quick... That is a six damage. Okay. Takes the damage. Do you want to do any bonus action or movement? Um... That's Paladin. No. Um, no. Uh, movement. Uh, I guess I'll just try to tuck in to this little corner right, right there. Okay. All right. Big bad is up. It's going to charge directly at Bilar, his prey. First, it's going to launch himself in the air, uh, 10 feet off the ground, charging at you, and it is going to bite you. I'm going to bite you, motherfucker. Does a 25 hit? You got me. Okay. If you could please also do me a favor and roll a constitution saving throw while taking 12 damage. It's an 18. I don't I got any. It's a plus three, so 21. Okay. I lied. Damage. damage. Uh, hold on. Not a 12. I'm so sorry. Hold on one second. I'm not sure how, but it did crit damage on you here. All right. That's a little better. If you take seven damage, I apologize. And then what, what did you say the constitution save was? It's a 21. Okay. 18 plus two. You're fine. You feel poison course through your veins. The power that also blows through counteracts it at first, and you are 
unfazed. The uh, the bee- beast that you are fighting is going to move, uh, fly. He's going to fly right in between you two uh, and separate you, get in between both of you. You would, uh, in fact, get a opportunity attack, Bilar, if you so choose. Uh, it's not going to do any damage. I don't want it. Okay. Bilar, you're up, followed by Ivan. So I just got struck by this beast and seeing all the kobolds around and my father in the corner. And I'm kind of just giving him the side eye out of this, trying to figure out what the really the hell is going on here. Um, so at this time, I'm just going to fire off a moonbeam on the target. And... So when the spell area... So when it hits, it does. Actually, I don't want to. That's third level, isn't it? All right. Yeah. So I'm going to hit it. Uh, so when the creature enters the spell's area for the first time or on the turn it starts, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. And it must make a constitution saving throw and it takes 2d10 damage. Excellent. What's the save? 11. Ooh. He rolled a four plus three. He rolled a, I'm sorry, a four plus five, which is still a nine. Yep. Fails. All right. So these two. That's 13 damage that it takes. All right. You feel when you cast this moonbeam, your skin glow red hot in this place, particularly uh, the blood of the wild hunt flowing so strong through you, you deal out massive damage uh, and he takes all 13 of that damage as the uh, power of the Fae courses down from the sky and strikes this beam. And as a bonus action, I'm going to wild chip into a giant vulture. Okay. All right. Luce, you're up. Did you want to do any movement, Bilar? Yeah, I want to flop at it. Okay. Ten feet off the ground, you fly up at it. Loose, you're up. Or Ivan, I apologize. Sorry about that. I'm going to cast a second level Witch Bolt at it. All right. Go ahead. Ah, fuck. Ten. A ten misses. Witch Bolt Uh, sailing past. I um, I'm going to misty step as far away from it as possible as my bonus action. All right. That's a long ass way. How far is misty step? Sixty feet. Boom. There you go. Uh, you misty step clear out of its way. It, uh, in turn, is going to uh, transform itself. It's going to take its action. Uh, I lied. First, it's going to move. It's going to use its movement uh, to fly as close to you as possible. He's going to get all the way over to you. And then, swooping down on the ground, he's going to use his action, and he is going to transform into a crocodile. And, Bilar, you can clearly see... um, Clearly see... Aridin smile as it transforms into the croc. And that's its action. 
in turn. Uh, you do get a opportunity attack blar if you'd so like one. How, how does he have a crocodile and I've never had one since I've been playing this game? What are you talking about? You transform into a crocodile all the fucking time. Yeah, but you never give me the croc. You don't give me that. Oh. Well, would you like that? Not anymore. I don't want it. Okay. You want an opportunity attack? Uh, I don't know. It's, okay. it's not going to do anything. Okay. Um, it is now your turn. All right. So I'm pretty sure I guess I don't have any control over my moonbeam anymore, correct? Correct. Yeah, you can't move it. Uh, you could, I mean, if you want to cast it again. Well, it says when you cast a spell, let's see. Um, on each of your turns after you cast, you can use this action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any okay, direction. There you go. So if you want to use it as your action to follow me, yes. You can. But you're you're a falcon now. I'm a vulture. You're a vulture. So is moonbeam a concentration? Even if, it, even, if, even if it is, a wild a wild state doesn't break concentration. Yes, yeah, so right, so yes, you can move uh, your moonbeam if you so choose. It's is gonna, it? It's going to make him do the roll again. But yeah, if you want, if you want to do that, yes. Is it sixty feet? Yeah, well, he's within sixty feet. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I want to move it over there and okay. fly towards him. Yep. You move it over there. You fly towards him. He's going to. Uh, does it say at the start of his turn, or or if he? Um, for the first time, like for when the spell area for the first time, or the turn or the start of their turn there. Okay, so the start of his turn. Okay. Or, no, no. So when it enters, when it enters. Okay. So I go ahead and make the save. Yeah. Uh, that's a nine plus five, so that's a fourteen. So that passes. So. Okay. That's only like eleven. Okay. Takes 11 damage. Once again, though, you you feel that savagery come out. Uh, your skin glows red hot again. Aridin smiles as you continue to use your powers. Do I feel anything from this? Like, do I feel like any like power increase or anything? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say power increase, but as you transform for the first time, I think it's a little bit like that bloodlust that you felt so many times whenever you transform that allows you to be someone different and do something mm-hmm. different. That's ex- extra strong when you're in this place next to this person uh, and you're, and you're fighting in this pit, it's extra strong right now. Yeah. So basically I just don't care about murdering anything right now. I mean, you could, you could, if you wanted to fight it, but, but that side of you is just really strong right now. Right. Okay. That's up to you. Okay. So I'm, I'm sweeping towards the croc. Okay. You move towards the croc. You have a bonus action. Uh, I don't think I can attack him as a bonus action in wild shape, can I? Yeah, unless it says bonus action, then no. Yep. All right. So I'm just flying towards him. Okay. Ivan, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, let me just ask if I could do this real quick. Um, I have hex. So it says casting time one bonus action. So that is a bonus action. And then I could do another spell. Yeah. If it's a, yeah, absolutely. You can do, well, no, no, is that a spell? If Hex, Hex is, a is a spell, you can't spell, do another spell. But, you can do a but it says, okay, okay. I'll do that. I'll cast Hex, and then I'll uh, do, um, uh, uh, Poison Spray uh, at, at this thing. Okay. You... Place a curse on him. Uh, it looks like until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. 
And then you're going to cast Poison Spray? Yeah, Constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, he rolls a 13. Oh, fucking A, man. Yeah, that meets it. Okay. Meets it beats. No half damage or anything like that for Poison Spray? No. Did you want to try and move out of the way? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll try to move as far as I can away from the from him. Where are you heading? Left or right? Uh uh left towards towards the big guy. Okay. Make a perception check. Perception. Uh twelve. Okay. A twelve, um not great in the scenario. There's a lot of noise going on. You do hear as you Cross over the great, uh, what sounds to be other creatures below. Uh, also, the al- or the crocodile rather is going to take a bite at you and see if he can get off an opportunity attack. Uh, he is going to roll twenty-three. That is rolling in this. All right, that's right, baby. Uh, if you'll take eleven damage for me. The being is going to get out of croc form. It is now his turn. The crocodile is going to disappear from your view and instead uh, reappears the beast that was originally there. And he is going to... Is that in the same space? Yeah, directly in the same spot. So it's not that he disappeared or he just changed. He, he's got chain shape, right? So um, he, he drops his chain shape. Uh, he comes back. He is going to. Is Moonbeam still there? Moon Moonbeam is still there. Yeah. So you take damage from that since it's the start of his turn. I thought I did that on on your your last turn. On your turn is when I rolled that. When I moved it to him, then you take it on your turn. So you're saying I should not have done it when you moved it to him. When it enters the area for the first time, so when I moved it to him for the first time. Yep. So when that, he was that in was a new his, spot. Yep. That was his first time. Right? And so then it takes it every the start of every turn. The start of your turn. It, it can't no, start it, of it, your it, turn. It can't be both though, is what I'm saying as a DM. We're not gonna do it both. So you're not gonna get two moonbeam attacks every round, right? One for you when you move it and one for one. But if for, that's my action, that is an attack. And I understand so, that. So, so I lose my action of actually doing anything to move the moonbeam to them as the action. 100%, yes. So I lose. So now I'm losing two attacks because. You're you're not losing, you're not losing two attacks. You, you've just got to either way. It's going to take the damage, right? Whether it's on, on your turn when you cast it or on its turn when it starts its turn in there. It's going that that is your attack counting, right? I'm just saying you can't do it once on your turn when it gets moved in and once on his turn, because he's already been there. Does that make sense? He hasn't moved in there. That's not the first time he's been in there. The first time he's been in there was the time yeah, he moved it. That's on. the first time, but it also states that like when it starts its turn there. So really what it should be is because all this is happening kind of simultaneously, right? What it should be is you move it. It doesn't do I'm anything asking for like in damage. I, and I understand what you're asking for. And I'm telling you as a DM, that's not how we're going to do it. You're gonna get one moonbeam attack per action. 
to be fair to Mike, that is how we do spirit guardians and it has the same wording. Yeah. But like that, that basically means I wasted a whole fucking turn last time moving it when I could have just attacked him. So yeah, now but since he, I've he took, moved he took it, the damage it, last I, time though. Yeah. But now the, why I moved it was for him to take it in his next turn. So okay. now I don't get the damage on the uptime and I lost an action for doing that. I I understand what you're saying. I Jeff, to, to your point, you're saying that that's what we do for spirit guardians. That yeah, you, when you cast guardians spirit guardians, the same wording on when they enter it for the first time, and when they start their spell there is when they would take. Those are the two conditions that they would take damage. Okay, uh, I guess that's how we'll play it. If that's the if that's the precedent we've set, so I'll roll the Constitution saving throw. I that's probably one I am going to look up because it feels like you're now getting. Two attacks per that moonbeam. No, but I didn't get an attack. That's the only thing I got an attack with was the moonbeam because I use it as my my action. Yeah, but why is that not an attack? That's an attack. You you did damage to it. But I didn't get like now. Now you haven't done anything, and you're getting another attack. Does that make sense? I have no attacks. It's it's fine. It's it's I I rolled a uh, eight plus five is a thirteen. Not a big deal. So that beats it. Okay. Um. It is going to uh try and constrict you now or it's going to uh yeah try and constrict you so it's going to take let's roll that twice all right gonna try and grapple you it rolls a 13 is a 13 hit for who for Bilar. no it's 14 now okay uh so it does not hit and that is its action it's not going to move away from Bilar. it is now Bilar's turn I guess I just attack it. I I will say to address your concern about it happening twice every round, Jay, it says when it enters it for the first time. So if it entered that space again, it won't take the damage again unless it was at the start of its turn. That's only for the very first time it enters that space. Gotcha. Yeah, well, well, it's not a big deal. We'll figure it out. I mean, if that's the way it's played, then that's that's 100% the way we'll... And to your point, if that's the way we've done it, no problem. Um, So... Especially if that's why we've been doing it. Thanks for chiming in. That makes me feel better about the whole thing. Not a big deal. Uh, Bilar, I'm sorry. What were you doing? I'm just going to swipe at it with my um, my multi-attack. All right. Go for it. I have anything to that. It's a 15. Uh, 15 does not hit. All right. I'm, I miss. Okay. Uh, multi-attack. You get to do it twice, though, correct? I still thought that basically this is the first one either decides my hit or not. Okay. Um, whenever I multi-attack, I typically roll twice, so you're more welcome to roll another time. I think I've only just done it once that I rolled the multi-attack. Like, I roll for the hit, then I get the the multi-attack. Okay. It's per. per. Okay. That's fine. If that's 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 okay. Um, okay. Uh, it is now Ivan's turn. Uh, I am going to attack with uh, chill touch on this thing. There we go. 21 hits. So that's. Sixteen damage. Okay, big, big damage. Is that a spell attack? That's a cantrip attack. Okay. 
All right. Uh, anything else you want to do? Movement? Uh, yeah, it's cantrip. Uh, I'll I'll just continue moving around, uh, going up to the top. You continue your movement on. Um, did you get the added uh, dice for the hex? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, that is your turn. It is now the beast's turn. He's going to sit and face uh, Bilar because that's who he's attacking. He's going to try and bite you once again, Bilar. Ouch. He rolled. Not very good at all. That, I believe, is a crit fail, ladies and gentlemen. He goes to bite you, and uh, you definitely dodge out of the way. You're, you're in vulture form, so you dodge out of the way. His mouth continues on, and he slams his head into the ground, um, causing him, for whatever reason, to take a bonus action and change into a lowly deer. Now sits before you. Right there. And that's his turn. Uh, it's now, Bilar, your turn. I'm going to attack it again. That is a 17. Hits. All right. So I am going to slam at it with my beak. Actually, that's a hit. Four. That is nine damage. Okay. And then I'm going to hit it with my beak. And then as soon as I pull some of the skin back, I'm going to jump out with my talons. And that is going to be. A nice four damage. All right. There you go. So 13 total damage. Wham, wham. You bite into this deer. Flashbacks of a, uh, uh, a deer in your past that was hit by an arrow uh, stream into your consciousness as you tear into this deer. Uh, Ivan, it's your turn. Uh, chill, chill touch again on this thing. Go for it. That is a 21. It's. Of uh, 20, uh, sorry, 14. Uh, still excellent damage. This thing is now extremely bloodied, battered. The deer before you looks to be uh, well beyond half dead uh, as you beat into this poor helpless creature. Uh, it is now his turn. He is going to rear up its head, uh, look at Bilar with sad eyes, and transform into um, a, a giant elephant. <sighs> Uh, and that is his turn. He's also going to take his movement though and charge at, um, charge right through Ivan. Bilar, you will get an opportunity attack. Ivan, if you could make a, an acrobatics saving throw for me. <sighs> Baby, rolling hot tonight. Nat 20. Okay, you're a-okay. You're not knock prone. You're completely fine. Bilar, did you want to do an opportunity attack? I rolled a 13. I don't okay. even know if that the hit. 13 is not going to hit. This giant elephant is there. It rears its trunk, clearly hurt still. It is now, Bilar, your turn. Uh, but so just as a point of clarification, I never moved, but I was like up here. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. If, if it wants to move yeah, up there, it it's can. Gonna, it's going to move up there, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. It's like right on top of you, but you're still you're still out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blar, you're up. Am I feeling any like you keep saying you're feeling hotter? Does that like I, I'll just say this in like the planet? Do I get any new abilities right now? Or am I just feeling like crazy? No, no new abilities right now. It's more of as it, you can and you even pause for just a second. You look towards Aaron and you look towards yourself. You're looking more and more like Aaron. You feel what would normally be your, your primal savagery, which is your or your claws and everything. I remember the the horn that you you made last time, you feel those begin to grow on your your head. Your um, skin almost hardens a little bit. So I'll say you can get another plus one AC in this moment um, just from transforming into more and more the Lord of the Wild Hunt, right? I mean, that's essentially what's happening as you're unleashing um, more and more of your face side, essentially. No new abilities right now. I give it, I'll give it one more round. All right, uh, I'm going to fly at this elephant, and I'm going to try to slash it up again. Okay. And that is a seven plus two, so that is a nine. A nine does miss as you fly towards it. The elephants uh, hide very thick. Do you want to do a bonus action or anything else? No. Oh, well. Not this turn. Okay. Uh, it is now, Ivan, your turn. Um, I will do chill touch again on this thing. Well, is, does it matter if it's a ranged attack? It says like 120 feet. Nope, I don't know if it's ranged or it's not. Okay. As long as you're within range. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. It's. Uh, nine points of damage. Okay. Still alive and kicking. Um, the thing takes the damage, chilled to the bone, uh, but that is its turn. It's going to... Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bonus action or what have you. Wait. Can I, can I misty step away from this thing? Yeah. Without losing my concentration? Misty step isn't a concentration spell, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. It's yeah, not. So. Good. Yep. So I'll just move. You step away. A okay. Uh, anything else you want to do? Uh, I, can I just roll an insight check to see like, uh, or something like, see if anything's coming up that gate? Maybe I'll move closer to the gate and see if anything's like going to be coming up soon or something okay. like that. Roll insight or uh, go ahead and roll. Um, let's do animal handling. Just because you're worried about some beasts coming out. 17. Okay. You can tell with a 17 that there's nothing currently coming up. You can also tell with a 17 that there's plenty of shit down there. Uh, you can hear multiple different types of beasts down there. Yes, 100%. Um, and that's your turn. The beast at this point is going to rear its head. He is going to gore uh, Bilar or try and gore Bilar, I should say. Ramming it with its tusks. Hot rolls tonight, guys. Hot rolls. 
26. You take 14 damage for me, Bilar. Okay, so I don't think that takes me out of animal shape. I think I have... My... All right, so I have 22. Okay, all right, so I'm good. I'm gonna run. Okay, you take the take the damage. It uh, is also going to... Uh, it's not going to charge because it's not going to make it that far, I don't think. Actually, it is. It's going to charge once again right through you, Ivan. Please take an opportunity attack if you so wish, Bilar. And if you would make an acrobatics check or saving throw for me, Ivan. Uh, that's not that's not gonna do it. That's a twelve on the opportunity attack. The twelve does miss. Uh, acrobatics, you said. Yep. Uh, that's a nine. Okay, a nine. You're knocked prone. Uh, if you would roll or I'll roll. Uh, if you'll take two damage for me. Two. I don't know if this is a... Um, I don't know if you saw my message, but if this is something I need to roll for, but is it each animal shape that is only taking the damage, not the actual person? It's It's the actual being. There's only one being that you're fighting. Okay, but like Bilar, like his animal is takes the damage, not him. Yeah, this is not like yeah, Bilar's uh, special in that regard. This is not like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bilar, you're up. All right. So we got like twenty minutes left, so this is what we're going to do, boys. So seeing us fighting this being, early enough for even making a dinner. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I got like seven help points. I'm going to fly up to my father. He smiles at you as you fly up near him. Is this the best you can do? So as I guess it's only been this as a bonus action, I'm going to get out of wild shape and I'm going to come back as a bar. I want to say, what is all this? What is all this? Unlocking your true potential, making you become who you always should be. Unlocking the hunt within. That's what this is. Can't you feel it? Don't you enjoy it? I'm just going to look at him and say, no, not really. Then he's going to kick you back down as you, if that's what your answer is going to be. And you can roll, we're going to roll checks, but that's what he's going to do. Hold on, hold on. You're not giving me a second here. I'm going to say, this is not what I'm all about. But my brother, this is what he's all about. And my brother, I can bring you. And that may be what you want most of all. Because he, he is the ruler of a whole realm. You... These are kobolds and some other miscellaneous things that I've never even seen. But my brother is the ruler of a whole realm. Isn't he who you want? I don't care about the realm or your realm. What I do care about is your brother. Roll a persuasion check for me. 
Oh God, come on. Oh. Let's go. Hold on. Sheet persuasion. That is a dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> a dirty 20. He'll lean in and the, the your your poor poor friend at this point is is uh, down there getting the crap trampled all over him by I'm a, a servant by a giant giant elephant, and he looks down at uh, at Ivan and he looks at you, and he leans in and says, "Perhaps you're more like me than you think, but I'll take that. You bring me Thandril here in." 60 days time, your time. It's almost a lifetime here. 60 days. You bring me Thandril or I come for you and anyone you care about. So as he says that, and I'm going to look at him. So he's like, like I'll say he's leaned in right here and I'm just going to look at him and I'm going to say, while we're all just here, we're not going to be your hand in the realm. You say you don't care about that realm, but I can be your hand there. Me, I'm understanding of how hierarchy works. I understand how this situation goes. My brother, he's made a mess. And he's got a lot of people not caring about you or this realm. But me and my friends and the connections that I have, you could be more powerful than you ever want. If you could come after us, come after me, but we could be your army. We'll see. Bring me Thandril first. And if you can't beat him, then you're of no use to me and all your loved ones are dead. Thandril's already dead. He just doesn't know it yet. And he'll stand up and he'll once again say, we'll see. And he'll raise his hand and the beast will stop pounding the shit out of, out of Ivan. Uh, and um, yeah. I just say, thank you for letting me take the damage master. <laughs> I just say, uh, oh my God, what's the goblin's name? I forgot. Boblin. Boblin. I just say one request. One, one request. Yeah. He's looking at you. Let me take Bob on. He can be your eyes for me. I know he'll report back to you. He's loyal. He was never hunt material. You could take him, but he'll be the first to die if you fail. That's fine with me. <laughs> Bob and like him. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Uh, and you'll, the gate will open. Uh, you can clearly see uh, the summer lady in there and she was kind of working on stuff um, and and the gate opens and she's like, what's going on? She's looking at Ivan. What? So, uh, I, I go, I, I, I mouth like back off or something like that. Or like, uh, like, uh, like, a, like a hold signal. Yeah. She backs out backs up a little bit and uh Bilar and ivan you walk out of the fighting pit the crowd dejected looking dismayed they were hoping to see more uh you walk out and continue on the summer lady and boblin 
carry on with you. You walk right out of the changing of the seasons and back toward the portal. You have a two days march ahead of you. Uh, do you want to role play anything or do anything in that time? I'm going to release the boo-boo that is in my pants from talking to my father and making this deal. Okay. Deal. Uh, I am going to throw off the breastplate and be like, I can't breathe with this thing on. <laughs> and then just like head out. Right. <laughs> do, do I know it's Ivan? Has he told he, you told me it's Ivan, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell Ivan the discussion that I just had and the situation that we're bringing to the party and the, I guess, choice that I've made for our freedom. Okay. Yeah, we could we could role play our thing after. We'll let the other group have their their final time. Well, I know Bilar's has got to go. So, and, and really, the next next little part is you guys got to be com- coming back. So, um, if you wanted to do something, we can we can retcon it, I guess. But you make your your two day travel um, with whatever role play. No, 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 no. We want to role play through the the fay. We want to role play through that two day walk. Oh, that's me. That's me. Okay. I would like okay. to do that. Okay, Mike, okay. would you like to do that? No, I can do some things. <laughs> All right, that's... let's see. Some something might come up while we're on that two day walk. All right, give me a d twenty then, Ivan. No, I'm saying we could do that next week. We'll okay. let the we'll let the other group unless unless I miss something and like just that, they really need us back there. No, but just that just that time works works differently in the Fae. So we'll we'll say this. Um, that's fine. I'll roll with. I'll roll with it, and I'll find a way to make it work. But time time works differently in other realms, so I'll, I'll make it work. Oh, we could pop up. You guys, you guys can and be in both places at the same time. You guys continue on towards uh, towards the portal. Boblin, uh, the Summer Lady, Ivan, and Bilar making a curious group through the Feywild. We go back to Aranor. Um, the little. Ooh, let me get in character. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after that one. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks Good night, boys. See you. See you guys. Night, Mike. Night. Let me get some more situated music here. The little gnomish-looking uh, being uh, is. <laughs> oh man, hold on! I'm still getting in character and changing the music. Um, she she leads you down the um, or, or out of the the temple. You you can see that um, Dingle is is there to the left with your skyship. Uh, and he is holding it steady for for Captain, my Captain Finn. Uh, you look across the valley and you see that the fighting has has died down, and um, you know the 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 summer court has essentially run off the charwoodies, the bandits. The skies seem clear. Dusk is beginning to fall as the sun sets in the east behind you. And uh, the gnomish woman looks looks kind of towards you. We um we, we need to clean up a little bit, and I can find you a, a place to stay and and rest and and heal. Uh, but tomorrow morning we will meet in the palace, and I'll come get you for the uh, the war council. Well, why can't we meet with Inna tonight? Well, Inna, oh, I, I mean, you can certainly try and find her if you'd like. She's down in the fray, or where I would assume the fray is. I can take you down there. Do I have the sending stone or is it far away? You, uh, you threw the sending stone. I threw it on the and, way up. 
Ivan, Ivan used Ivan definitely used it today. I know it was four sessions ago, but Ivan used it before you got to the temple to talk to Anna. Yeah. Oh, he definitely did. Okay, so you've got it. you've got a sending zone, but it but it, the, it's one use has been used. Oh, it's been okay. Yeah. Well, if the, you said there's a council in the morning. Yeah, a council of um, wars. Is the ship safe here? Like, if we were to just like take a quick nap for like eight to ten hours, you think we would be safe? I mean, as safe as you can be. It's probably one of the first targets that would be hit <sighs> if uh, something else were to happen, but. You know, it's either that or the trees. Eva. What are you going to do? Eva. Yeah. Listen, I'm really tired. Can you, can you like make the ship invisible? No. Oh. It's a big fucking ship. <laughs> Why can't, let's just go down. Let's just go down. <sighs> but. Fine. Okay, follow me. I'll find a nice, nice accommodations to fit your, uh, your, your party here. Uh, she leads you down. Well, she doesn't lead like you down. Rest for like an hour. Mm-mm. Come on, guys. I'm we tired. Actually, we need your ship to take us down. So I don't. That that shouldn't take long, though. Can we hop on? I, I ignore everything that's happening, and I've got mod over my shoulders. I just walk to the ship. Great! I'm gonna follow him. He looks like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> um, looks good to see. Is there anyone on board with medical experience? Boof can cook. About? Yeah, I was about to say Boof. Boof can cook. Dingle. Um, Boof ding- is still here. Yeah, Boof is Boof, Boof, you look at you look and Boof has like a frying pan in one hand and like a pot over his head and he's just ready to take on the world. Dingle's got his slingshot and you can see like a couple of floating uh what he calls his dingleberries hovering and ready to kind of shoot. Um so they're they're ready to go. Uh they, neither of them have have medical experience though. Um but yeah, they are still there and waiting for you. Um, can Maud has he like said anything? Done anything? He's he's asleep. Okay, I'm gonna take him to the brig. Okay. Or, or as Jeff likes to say, the bridge. <laughs> what? Why are you taking him to the brig? You want to talk to him? You can talk to him in the bridge. Just like put him in a bed. Let him rest. Why did you bring him back in the first place? Because like he's been on the inside, he can, like he might have information for us. Do you honestly well, think that in his current state, he's going to be able to listen, tell you anything? So the guy is like useless as dicks when it comes to like hitting somebody in combat. But like, he was like a big key force in this whole Valdar thing when we stumbled upon it. And I mean, like it or not, Mod saved the world. He brought us together. <laughs> I continue to take him to the to the brig, right. and I put a bed in there without acknowledging Sigmund's request for him to just sleep in a bed. Okay. <sighs> the brig, uh, the I'm uh, captain. My captain. Where are you guys? Are you taking control of the ship, Finn? Or yes. Uh, Okay. 100%. Yep, you take control of the ship. Uh, can we? Can you? Can you just drop us off here? There's a place to tie off down in the forest, entirely concealed. 
it'll uh, give your skyship a chance to recharge and you guys a chance to recharge, it looks like. That will be lovely. Stay here with me and navigate, please. Oh, sure. And she'll point out the way. Uh, you head down slowly but surely. You make your way into the valley. Well, wait, did everybody get on? Oh, I assumed everyone got on. Yeah, did, yeah. Did. yeah Ugluck's just grunting oh. following you. <laughs> um. In fact, while we're on the way down, I would like to... Uh, to pull Eva aside to like a a private conversation. If, if that's Sigmund? possible. Um hey, so listen. I know there's not anything that can be done about it. I'm not worried about it, but like Scarlet and like Finn they've kind of got their panties in a wad about this whole like, ring thing. And you said mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, like, is this, any, do you know anything about this? I mean, um, no, but I wanted to study it and see if I could figure some things out about it. Sure. Here, study away. Um, so I guess I can, I don't know, my, uh, DM if you'll allow this, but if I could uh, ritually cast um, detect magic on it, or I've got the spell slot, I'll just I'll just cast not not detect magic, identify. I'm sorry, it's late. Okay, <laughs> I'm casting identify on the ring. Okay, you cast identify, and um, can you do me a favor and read off what identify says so I know exactly what I need to be saying? Sure. Um, you choose one object that you must touch if it is a magic item or some magically imbued imbued object you learn its properties and how to use them whether it requires attunement to use how many charges it has if any you learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are if the item was created by a spell you learn which spell created it okay all right uh so you cast identify and in your head, you're transported out of this current moment. And you can clearly see flashes of, um, of this ring being made first in what looks to be some dwarven cavern um, made with a, a silver or some stone. Uh, the next flash is the ring on um, a high prince of uh you know a human male but looks to be very wealthy wearing some sort of of ornament around its neck um the next flash is an elven warrior as it as it follows him Uh, and the next flash is um what looks to be a young mage uh who gets it and you follow this mage through a series of flashes um through his life you know not when it was or um have a hard time understanding exactly what's happening, but you can tell he's in distress. He's been in battles. He's loved, he's lost, he's lived life. And then at the end, you can tell he doesn't want to end that life. He wants to continue on. He, um, you see bits and flashes of him researching. You see, uh, a death, you see the ring still on his finger. You see him rise again and again and again and again and again as time goes on and on then you see him not in this world but in another and you realize um do me a favor actually roll a 
history check along with the identify. Sure. Twenty-two. Okay, the twenty-two is great. Um, you realize that you've heard whispers of a being like this, and in the back of your head, you hear the name Vecna ringing over and over and over again. Um, as uh, you realize, you're holding, or or what Sigmund has on his hand is the ring of Vecna, and you would recognize that that has some. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go and look and see exactly what curse it has because I don't know what it does. But it it ha- it is essentially called the Ring of Death, um, and it is going to cause whoever wears it to to die, um, unless of course the person, much like the One Ring, can find its creator and kill him, or what what comes to. Uh, what what killing a, a lich would would look like yes yes we get to kill vecna wow <laughs> yeah see i think it's really just a pretty ring it just lets me cast one spell i don't really think there's much behind it uh eva takes out her wand and just bonks sigmund on the head like <laughs> you Ow! freaking idiot what I, what was that for you know what it was for no, I don't. <laughs> well, you're in deep shit. And oh. next time we all meet as a group, we'll discuss how much shit What's, you're in. What, what, why can't you just tell me one-on-one and then we can promise mm. to not tell the rest of the group. Mm-mm. Especially Scarlet and Finn. Because, listen, Finn, he's young, he's naive. Nope. Eva he doesn't just walks really away. understand. <laughs> <laughs> You continue onward, Finn, uh, deftly and uh, adaptly setting the sky ship down due to the um, the navigation of our our young small friend. Uh, she offloads you on the ship. Uh, would you guys uh, prefer to sleep uh, as as a group in a, in the same area? Do you want separate homes? I'm sure, we can accommodate um, anything for you. I'm going to stay with the ship. Um, thank you. Okay. Fair enough. Everyone else, would you all like to stay with the ship, or would you like to? Um, I've been told I snore, so it's probably best to stay on the ship. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, feel free to stay here. I believe I am going to uh, round out and take a look at what the destruction of the Charwoodies has has caused, and see if there's ways that I can help until the morning. So, um, enjoy your long rest, and we'll see you in the morning. I would like to investigate the ship's needs. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. Like, boomstone, damage. All that sure. Stuff. Yep. Um, it's a great question. Great question. It's not going to be for you. I think that's going to be, if you'll honestly give me a, um, give me a straight wisdom check. Dude. Wisdom check. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I rolled before we said anything. I rolled an eight, and it's minus one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you rolled it, so you rolled a seven. Um, because you're you're using your knowledge of the ship, right? I mean, you're looking around and seeing what can be done. Uh, you can tell that there is a a giant hole in the hole, right? I believe you got 
you guys got shot out on the way there. That's so we're not you're yeah. So that's it definitely needs some repair with a seven. That's what you got. Okay. Yep. Anybody else want to do anything before the long rest? Um, I want to turn to Scarlet. Like so, uh, where are you sleeping tonight? Uh, I haven't figured that out yet. Why? Oh, I was just you know. Still got uh, Brother Thad's present, and I just, uh, uh, you know. Wow. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> tired, but. Yeah, probably best for you to take a, a long nap. Why? She's because you're headache. very tired. Ugh. Yeah, I got a headache. I'm going to go find Maud. Uh, <laughs> we could do with mine. Jesus Christ, man. What are you gonna kill him again? I'm gonna I wanna find Mod and I wanna just start like Mod, wake up, wake up. What is your problem? Leave him alone. The uh tire there. <laughs> the rest of the ship, which is trying to trying to sleep at this point. He's got like uh, is, most comfortable bed on the whole ship. He's uh he's definitely being woken up by Sigmund, and as soon as he sees Sigmund, he just he starts screaming again. Ah, I'm still there! Oh hey, my God. hey, 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 no, 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 no! Shh. He quiets down, but still mumbling to himself. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey! Sandra. Listen, we got listen. The crew. I think rescued. we could probably agree. Claire. We got Claire. off on the wrong foot, and I just I just wanted to apologize. For everything that I did to you and all the stuff you think I did to you. If you're, uh, <laughs> if you're wait, are you waiting for a response? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, roll a persuasion check to see if you can get through to him. And no more lucky points either. Uh, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> in that one and that was a that five plus okay. five um so a 10 that's not not horrible right uh he, it doesn't doesn't seeing you or hearing your voice doesn't cause any any worse reaction than than he already has however he, he doesn't have this like lucid moment of of hearing your voice really it's still you you catch words of thandral clara um save her uh, you you know bits and pieces of of things like that, right? That's what you get. Mod, mod, hey, hey, quiet down, mod, mod. It's not about you right now. Am am I a good person? I don't know what to make your role for this, but <laughs> his eyes his eyes are gonna go wide. Persuasion check at disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, his eyes, no persuasion check needed for this one. His eyes go wide. He's going to stare and turn at you. You killed me no. three times. No. No, the first time I knocked you unconscious. And the last time, Ugluck actually killed you. Um, But I was there all three times. Um, But like, Put those instances aside. Like, I, I'm a good person, right? Like, everybody's mad at me, and I don't know why. All I'm doing is trying to trying to save the world. Is his, uh, 
tears and like mumbling turn into laughter, cackling laughter. <laughs> You're a good person. We're all good people. We're all great people. Everything is fine. And you see him like slip back into his head a little bit. And instead of the Thandral Clara save the whimpering, it's it's everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine over and over again. Oh, thanks, Mon. That's I, that's what I needed to hear. Well, you have a good night, and um, well, I'll see you. I'll see you after we after we get a nice nice nap. You're not gonna heal him. And I'll leave him. I'll leave him. Nah, I'm tapped. I'll leave him muttering to himself that everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna, gonna be go, fine. Uh, everything's gonna be fine. Everything's yeah, gonna be. Go fine. to sleep. <laughs> right. Anyone else want to do anything before a long rest? Um. Yeah, I want to go uh, find the crew members. I don't remember their names. Biff and Boop. Boof and Dingle. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm just going to say, hey, we need to make a repair to the hole. Any of you, either of you have any repair experience? Dingles. Yeah, I can, I can, I can help with that. I, uh, I, I built my first house. I can do that. Awesome. That's fantastic. Um, you are very worthy. Um, please, uh, Please do as much as you can, as quickly as you can, so that if we can land, if we have to land in water, we can. Because I also need to investigate the boomstone. Um, we don't have enough boomstone to continuously stay in the air. So at some point, we're going to have to set this thing in the water. And upon hearing that he is worthy, he's going to stand up and go, Captain, my captain. And he's going to rush off to uh, go talk, find a summer court elf that can help him find some wood to begin pairing the ship. Awesome. Okay. Going once, going twice. Sold for the long rest. Does Sigmund get the benefits of a long rest? You do get the benefits of a long rest. <sighs> yes. I was really, you should. Quite, I was really quite worried I because say- I had no way to... <laughs> learn lesser restoration or anything like that to get it back. You should have totally just let him not long rest from here on out. <laughs> just forever. Sigmund gets I no long rest. Man. <laughs> Short rest only for Sigmund until he gets rid of the ring. Oh, Sigmund's um, gonna wake up feeling great. Oh. I have uh, words echoing through yes. his head that everything's gonna be alright. One, did, did Finn clock um, even Sigmund looking at the ring like at all? When like, I think we were in a private room. Huh? I think we were in a door closed situation. So unless you were dropping some eaves. Where's <laughs> my ship? It is your ship? If uh no, not dropping some eaves. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you were busy checking on the ship at that point, so I think that's a private until Eva uh and and Sigmund want to disclose that, that's their their knowledge. Oh. First thing in the morning, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try and find Eva. Okay. And with all that said, we're gonna go to the first thing in the morning. It is now the morning. Go ahead, take it away. Full, full oh. rest. Full rest. Full long rest. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, Eva. Before before we talk to anybody, hey, how are you? Eva, Eva just she's been scribbling in her spell book because she needs to learn her new spells for the day and she just kind of glances up oh, at you um hey um so like that conversation we had was like totally confidential right like we're not gonna 
discuss that with anybody else. Um, so I just really like we never really got all, off on the right foot, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, like, tell me about you. How? Uh, where are you from? Sigmund. Yeah. This. Uh, even I'm not the. Uh, the most charismatic person in the world, but this very thinly attempt at <laughs> at trying to charm me into not talking to your brother and your wife about this is uh, ex-wife. It's not going to happen. So either we can go tell them together, or I can go tell them, and then you tell, can deal with them after. You didn't tell me anything about it, so I don't know what you're gonna... But I do think it would be uh, courteous uh, of you if you were to tell me privately before you were to... Well, I think else. this affects the group, so... I will... Does it, though? I mean, it really just affects it, me. Mm, I don't think so. What day is this, Jay? Is this 60? Yes. No, not see. It's okay. Don't don't worry about it. Please. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna worry about it. I'll I'll see you around. She goes back to writing in her spell book. Do I believe her? <laughs> you can roll inside check. <laughs> it's going to be a 24. <laughs> I rolled really well and I still rolled a 15. Oh, no, so pers- persuasion or deception. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? She rolled a 15. Uh, okay. No, no, you don't believe her. She's being very sarcastic at you. Um, I want to find Finn or Scarlet. <laughs> Not hard to find. Hey, hey, Finn. Hey, morning. You feeling better than yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was just talking to Eva. (laughs) She's like a little like out there. I wouldn't really like take anything that she says like with a grain of salt. I like. I would just. I'm going to walk around the corner as he's saying this and be like, yeah, I don't think that's true, Sigmund. What? What do you mean? I'm just going to look down my feet and say, are you trying to deceive me again? Like, wasn't that just yesterday? Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. totally trying to do that No, no, I wouldn't deceive you. You already have. No, no, I wouldn't deceive him again. Uh Uh-huh, sure you wouldn't. I make make the rewinds. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, I I oh. love you. I love you, Finn. I wouldn't I would never lie to you about anything important. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you sure about that? Of course. I trust you're- that Eva's fine. I think you're just trying to cover something no, up. No, no, Eva's fine. A, she's just she's you just guys a little did out have there. a private conversation yesterday, so she probably has something she needs to tell us. No, 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 no. She Listen, she took a look at the ring and she um, everything was copacetic with the ring. I seriously doubt that. No, no, she's everything's great. Uh no. 
It's called the Ring of Death. How can no, it be great? I, I've never heard it be called that. The guy we got it from said it's called the Ring of you Death. You didn't tell me that. You just handed me the ring. It's you so were really, literally so really there. It's kind, of, it's kind of your fault that I put the ring on in the first place. Uh, no, it's oh, not. Oh, 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 it's oh, 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 definitely oh, 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 not. Let me chop your finger off. No big deal. No, I need this finger. No, you don't. Your finger's dead. <laughs> It's not, black and not, yes, it is. I pulled the glove off. Fine. We saw this on a ship. It was like Fine. chop it off. It. Chop it take, off. Did you take the ring off? No, I took the glove off. Ugh, oh. like, out of off. nowhere, comes with his with his sword. <laughs> Wham! Chops it right off. I was just gonna go for the finger. Did he get the whole hand? Does it actually chop <laughs> off? Let's let's let's. No, I'm not gonna do that. From, 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 uh, I won't, I'm not gonna take that from. From Chris, so uh, carry on. Um, go ahead, Finn. Chop it off. Sorry, I go. Here, go ahead. Try, try and chop it off. I bet it doesn't do do anything. I bet it does. And you're gonna lose your hand. I, gra- I here, grab. Here, the the just just the me. finger, just the finger. I need the hand for spell casting. I know. And I just grab the tip of the finger. I'm like, can you feel that? Can you feel it? Can I feel it? No, it's dead. Yeah, that hurts. You're totally lying. I pull out a short sword and I just poke at the base. Does that hurt? Ah. And I insight check him because I know what hurts him. All right, I rolled a 16. Can I roll? You can roll persuasion. uh, I mean, uh, deception or or persuasion, right? Anything below the ring. He's gonna fail. Oh, plus two. Seventeen plus two is nineteen. Nineteen. But she, but you could totally tell that he was not. Ah, brother, that hurts. Stop lying. Ah. It really hurts. No, it doesn't. Ah. You wouldn't hurt your old brother, would you? Just ignore him. He's not actually talking. I would never hurt you. Yes, you would. What? To serve your own purpose? Absolutely. I, I would never! You put alone in your brother's name. I thought he was dead. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh See? The, See? The gnome the gnomish looking lady is uh staring up at you guys oh from gosh. the from the ground listening to you. Should I come back another time? No, you're no, fine. come on. Oh, What's your name okay. again? Oh, yeah, uh, my name, well, I have lots of names. Names are also very important, but uh, most people call me uh, the wise one around here. You can call me, well, you could just call me Eva. Eva? Eva? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is, our, is our Eva on the deck here? I don't know, are you? <laughs> uh, if... No, I'm still trying to figure out what my well, spells are. Right, we already have an Eva, but I'm, you can. I'm gonna oh, round on Finn. Already? I'm gonna round on Finn and be like, "See, I told you. I told you, Eva is up to fucking something, man." Just because she's a female a doesn't mean I'm she's on something. Can I throw down a rope ladder to her so that she can come? Thanks. You can call me E if that makes you feel any better. Sure. <laughs> awesome. What's uh, what's it short for? E. For Eva. No, Eva. But that's not my real name. What's your real name? Well, I'm not telling you my real name. <laughs> Actually, I don't why care. not? I'm not, I'm not concerned. Does names have names have meaning? 
Names have power. Give me my real name. It gives you power over me. I don't want that. I don't know you. Can What's I? Your real can name? I? Can I roll a history yeah. check? To my see real if, name is Scarlet. Can I roll a history check to see if Sigmund knows what Jeff knows? Sure. To see if you know what I know. No, that I, what I know. Oh, gotcha, about gotcha, the whole okay. names thing. Okay. Um, fifteen. Um, I mean, a fifteen is pretty good. Yeah, I would say that you, you, yeah, you would have. I've read about it. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, don't, don't, don't tell me. I already did. It's Finn. Yeah, she already did. Finn, Finn, don't tell, don't tell, don't tell her your name. Are you lying to me again? I say Finn out loud. I was like, Finn, don't tell her name. All right, this is cutting way off topic. I'm just, I'm here to collect you guys so we can go to the, the, the council. Okay. Oh, is Zena is and uh, Gorik going to be there? Yeah. Uh, no, not Gorik. Gorik's with the Valdar and Janal. And is there. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, so let's go get Maud. Let oh, him Maud, sleep. You, no, Maud needs to be, we got to bring Maud to Inna. So that we can, we don't, listen. I don't know if you know this. Mod is useless in combat. Okay, we've got to offload him. They need his brains, not his brawn. I don't think he has any brains left. Well, no, I'll take. What he's got brains, okay? He's got brains. He's got brains. Did you see? Did you see him the last time? He's he's hurt very Listen, bad. Listen, I don't need your sass, and I don't need your lip. I ignore them <laughs> arguing. You're gonna get your sass and, and, and go find Booth and say, "Booth, I need you to carry them in. I need you to carry Mod for me." No, okay. no, Mod will be fine. I'm go- I'll go get Mod. I'll go get Mod. You can't carry nothing. No, I'm gonna go wake Mod up. You have the strength of a pea. Mod, Mod, wake up! We gotta go talk with that art. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on Mod. Okay. To hopefully fix him. Hopefully fix him? Yeah. You mean you could give give him a modification? Oh! I I would like to go find Eva and make sure she's coming with us. Okay. Uh, First things first, what's the what's the HP that... uh, Mod gets. Oh, my, it's just uh, you touch a creature and can either can end either one disease or one condition afflicting. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you'll end. Do me a favor. Roll a medicine check, and we'll see yeah. what you're what you're ending. Yeah. Do I have proficiency? I do not have proficiency. Oh, kind of cleric doesn't have proficiency. Twenty two. Ooh, boom! This is on eyes mod or eyes mod. Mod's eyes get uh, clear for the first time in a long time, and he looks at you. And in his normal voice, everything's gonna be fine. That's what a, I'm talking about. He takes a deep breath. Where are we? Uh, we're on a ship, uh, an airship. Uh. In the summer court, we're about to go talk to Inna of the Valdar. Your acquaintances with Inna, right? Yes, very much so. Where is Clara? Where is Clara? I don't know. She's somewhere. She's. We rescued her from the island when we. When. Yeah. Okay. It was a whole thing. 
Uh, we we followed through on the mission. Followed your orders. How long um, has it been? Few weeks. You tried oh, to kill okay. us. Aldrich did something to you, but uh, you're back now, and uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna. Um, my name's Sigmund. We yes, I'm foot. very aware. I forgive me if I don't shake hands. The last time we did that, uh, I, 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 I promise. Um, I, I I've turned over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. I only think of other people now, and um, yeah, let's go talk to the Valdar. Let's get you situated, and it's a homecoming. Fair enough. Uh, if you would please lead the way. Let's go, he's buddy. Not, he's not going to have you walk behind him. Okay. All right. You and Mod walk up. Uh, Scarlet, you were going to check on Eva uh, while that was going on. Yeah, I'll just knock on the room that Eva is supposed to be in. And just be like, hey, Eva, we're, we're going to the council. You coming? Oh, yes. I just finished up my spells in my spell book. Thank you. Oh, great. Okay, well, come on. Knowing um, the ship as well as I do, I know where we're somewhere stink. I'm sorry, Carolyn. No, you're fine. I thought I was jumping in after the fact. You're good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to look for restraints to, to get mod. I want to restrain it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you easily find restraints, whether it's in the, the brig or... Good. Yeah, you, you definitely find restraints, yeah. Was he not locked in the cell? No, I've, if he was, I've unlocked it. You don't know how to pick locks? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait. So, are you restraining? Was he locked in? In the cell? Did you? Did you lock? I don't. I don't ever remember. Did you lock the cell when you left? You put him in the brig. Oh no! I'm sorry. Who? uh, Finn. So Finn. Finn locked. I apologize. Finn locked him in. Finn, did you lock him in? Yeah. Okay. Sigmund. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you have you, you don't have the keys. Nope. But we'll say that you were able to shout and do all this through the bars. So he's still in there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to try and bring him out. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. Hey, Finn, come on. We got to let Mod out. Let's go. Unlock the door and let him out. And as he's coming out, I've got the sands. Those aren't necessary. No, they are. He, he pulls, his, no, he pulls his hand Let's, back. Yeah, yeah, he pulls his hand back. What are those for? Um, hey, listen, well, he's fine. Had... Shut up. We've had some uh, run-ins with you, and um, I don't, I don't trust you yet. So until I do, those. Listen, I know it's a little, it's a little hard to understand, but he's back to his normal self now. I've made sure of it, and uh, he doesn't need restraints. Model speak up at that point. And he'll look at you, Sigmund. Trust is earned. And I understand that. And he'll hold out his hands and let Finn cuff him. Thank you. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Like, I can't get over it. You've ruined the you entire You didn't interrupt night. anything. I was, I was done. For you. Yeah, yeah, we were done. We're just, we're just walking up to follow the gnome lady. Yeah. And won't tell me her name. Eva. It's yeah, but her real name. Uh, the um, Ugluck is there waiting for you. He grunts as he's like, right. Huh. And you continue off and head off to the 
War Council. And that's where we went there because it's 1057. Thanks for Ooh. listening, everybody. Thanks for playing. Uh, Doug, and, or, uh, Doug and Mike, who's not here, great job playing, uh, playing that out. Appreciate it. My team that was patiently waiting, thank you for letting them do that. And uh, Caroline, thanks for casting uh, Identify on Sigmund's ring after, after, what, three or four months. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we'll see you right next time. Thanks. Will Bilar be back to betray his brother Thandro? Will the Whiskey Dollar Brothers ever get along again? As the Valdar prepare to deal with the Modley crew once again. Up next time on AD&D Wireless.